0: I just want to, I'm going to be very brief. Uh, I want to do, just want to thank some of our sponsors. So, Cloud City Coffee over in Maple Leaf, honestly, my favorite coffee place in town. They're incredible, (laughs) their mochas are the best I've ever had.
1: Um, Brown Foreman, who provided all of our Corbell
0: Champagne, and then Macrina
1: Bakery, who provided our pastries. They're all fabulous sponsors. So, frequent them and give them your business, and they will be happy, and so will we.
0: Thanks for coming. I'm excited to hear the podcast. I didn't get—I was here. I did this last year, but I didn't get to actually listen. So I'm excited to be here for it. Excited you are here. And take it away, Gal Pals. Awesome. Thank, Thank you,
1: Billy Ray. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> all right. <laughs> Welcome to Gal Pals Watch. I'm Alicia, and I'm Sarah. And this is a podcast where we discuss queer women in films, inclusively defined. Yep. Um, and just a little bit about ourselves. Um, we started this. I don't know how many
0: years ago at this point, like so many, at least a year before the pandemic. Yes. At least a year before
1: the pandemic. Yeah. Um, Maybe 2018 even. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we met as like most um, (laughs) sapphics lesbians do on a dating app. Yep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And we went out, you know, to get, I think we went to see black Panther yeah Um, we got Ethiopian food yeah we got Ethiopian food watch Black Panther and um you know it wasn't necessarily a romantic connection but Mm -hmm. we were like hey let's talk more about movies yeah so we decided to create gal Pal's Watch Mm -hmm. um for me queer media has been so important to me um I grew up in a pretty religious household um I went to Catholic school and you know The first time I saw, um, you know, a representation of a queer person on TV, I was like, what is that? And I just, like, had to have more, which was, for me, my my root, is uh, The Truth About Jane, which is a lifetime film. Um, So cheesy, and it's something that still, like, warms my heart to this day. And it's just, you know, since I was 11 onwards, it's been something that you know, I've been interested in.
0: Yeah. And we covered truth about Jane on this (laughs) podcast at one point. (laughs) Don't remember when, but it was a while ago. I don't either. Um, and I guess my route was probably like girl interrupted with Angelina Jolie. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. Um, yeah, but I think queer media has also really been important for me in my life and, and seeing possibilities of like how to be, um, queer in the world. And yeah, the more representation there is, the better. Yeah, generally speaking.
1: <laughs> yeah, generally speaking. Sometimes yeah. we watch films and we're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. This, sometimes it's not great. Right. <laughs> you know, maybe this did not age so well, or you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do have a dream of being able to watch every single feature lesbian or sapphic type mm. film. <laughs> it's getting harder and harder. It There's is. More getting made. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, and yeah, healed yeah. is uh one of the ones that um I I think is really great. Mm-hmm. Um and that's what we're discussing today. Um and if you're interested in watching Healed, it has its Pacific Northwest premiere at the SIF Cinema Egyptian on the twenty first at seven thirty. Um so if you want to get tickets and this will be very spoiler heavy. Yeah, <laughs> um, Warning. Yeah. Just a warning. Uh, but one of the things I love about this film is that it's one of those that even if you get it spoiled, you can go back to the beginning and see all the pieces mm-hmm. fall into place.
0: Um, because I also feel like it's not super mysterious. Like you kind of get the vibe right away. What's happening. <laughs> so it's... It's not unpredictable, but it's still fun.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not unpredictable, but it's a, it's a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially the synopsis is that a, a celebrity couple attend a wellness retreat to find that they are guinea pigs in a life-changing experiment. Mm-hmm. It's like a very non-spoilery synopsis. <laughs> yeah, and now we're going to
0: get into the <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so it's uh, directed by Megan Weinstein – um, written by Chantal, Yasmin, Abedira, and also stars Chantal as Jazz, Emily Goss as Olivia, and Guinevere Turner as Georgia. We love to see it. Living legend. <laughs> Living legend,
0: Guinevere Turner. Guinevere Turner of <laughs> Go Fish and Watermelon Woman.
1: Yes, which we have covered mm-hmm. in um, episodes 33, and 46. Her is quite interesting in this one. <laughs> yes. Very different from those characters she had played in Watermelon Woman and Go Fish, because she is a villain in this yeah. one.
0: Which is... A straight villain. <laughs> yes, a straight villain. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. The, the villain is straightness, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, the insidiousness mm-hmm. of... I don't know, heteronormative yeah. society. anti-queerness. yeah, anti-queerness. Um, and also, we Emily Goss, who plays um, Olivia, we saw from in um, a movie called Season of Love, which we were able to see the Pacific Northwest premiere of mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, that was um, on Telefilms. Yeah, on Telefilms, yeah. and we reviewed that in episode 52. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Lots of same faces. Yeah, which yeah. is also I mean that's I feel like that's really common when you mm-hmm. get into queer film. Um you you start to see a lot of the same people, um, yeah. especially with, you know, these types of like production companies like Tello and mm-hmm. Thornbird is the one that produces this, mm-hmm. you know. I'm sure, you know, those the people uh the actors and writers they like who they like and they yeah. they, they stick <laughs> so together. True. Um Yeah. I also wanted to say that Guinevere Turner is going to receive the Queer Luminary Award this year, uh, so right before the screening of Healed, uh, she'll be getting that award, which is so fantastic, yeah. highly deserved. Um, yeah, I can't wait to go see it. I feel like i'm I'd be watching a living legend, you mm-hmm. know, like you said, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so kind of what you were saying before the it's not necessarily. I guess the conflict isn't necessarily hidden. Yeah, too much. Um, it open the film opens up with one of the main conflicts, which is this tension
0: between Olivia and her father. They're on she's the she's f- on the phone with her father. You don't see his face for reasons you find out later, <laughs> um, and she's pregnant, and he's not super excited about the fact that. Um, she's married to a woman because she's bi and she explains this later. She's bi and she thinks that her parents are disappointed because she could have chosen to marry a man. Um, but she didn't, she married a woman and (laughs) they're very happy at the beginning of the movie. They're like really in love and they're having a baby and, and the dad is just kind of like being pretty dismissive of their marriage over the phone. Um, and he says, oh, "Take care of my grandbaby." Mm-hmm. As they head off to this retreat,
1: yeah, and I believe it's recommended to them by her father. Yes, um, because he has connections to the person running the retreat, played mm-hmm. by Quinver Turner. Her name's uh, Georgia in the film. Sinister connections. Sinister connections, um, and it seems like Olivia's a sort of influencer.
0: Yes. Olivia is an influencer. We don't see too much of that, but um, Jazz was like a, they called her like a teen heartthrob. Similar um, to
1: Avril Lavigne, which
0: yes. I thought was really funny. <laughs> she <laughs> was offended by that compliment. She was offended. <laughs> um, yeah. And throughout the film, you sort of get flashbacks, uh, or she's getting flashbacks to her father, who was an alcoholic and um, treated her pretty poorly and sort of forced her to do a lot of the music stuff, that he was also a musician. Um, and that was very traumatic for her. So she gets flashbacks to that.
1: Yeah. And it seems like her relationship with Olivia's father is just not great. She mm-hmm. doesn't, I mean, because of course, he doesn't really recognize them as really being like partners. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also she seems to have some like fundamental values that, just are not vibing with what he does. Like he is a, uh, big tech investor and jazz is very anti big tech, mm-hmm. um, thinks it's kind of weird and all those people are kind of shady. Um, she's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's just very wary mm-hmm. and, and she's super right
0: about, <laughs> um, Olivia's
1: dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, Olivia as this influencer is like, you know, she's turned on to this, um, retreat and she's, I think by her dad and she's, you know, she wants to start a very relaxed life for their new baby. Mm -hmm. Um, and they want to go into, or she wants to go into it. I should say that it's all really Olivia's idea. She wants to go into it and is very much open to the idea. Jazz is not. Yeah. Um, she's going along with it. Absolutely. Because she loves her wife. Yeah, she's absolutely going along with it because she loves her wife, which of course, like we all do that sometimes, yeah. but it's usually not for something so big as this. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> pretty intense. Because it's literally just the two of them in this house with Guinevere Turner. <laughs> Turner. Evil Guinevere Turner. Evil Guinevere Turner.
1: Um and Yeah. Everything starts to unravel pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Um, The the one, the first red flag is that they're separated. So Guinevere Turner's character, uh, Georgia Mm -hmm. decide is kind of like, she's so many things. She's this retreat leader. Mm -hmm. She's an app developer, a therapist, a therapist. (laughs) I don't
0: know. Meditation, like expert or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, yeah. So she has an app that I think Olivia had used, Mm -hmm. um, and was, like, really into, like, a meditation app. And sh- and the um, Guinevere Turner, or I should call her Georgia, which is her character's name, <laughs> She um, she's, like, developing a new app that she wants Olivia to test. Mm-hmm. But it's actually, like, a brainwashing app. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And they had used, a, or Jazz used a similar app to stop smoking. Yeah. Um, or... Or she said she did. or so we are led to believe, yeah, and then we find out later that jazz has never stopped smoking, yeah, just kind of stopped uh, or you know isn't doing it as much mm-hmm. and is hiding it. Um, and that becomes that's kind of like a I would say the second red flag that um the viewer gets to see between the relationship between these um the the couple and Georgia. And we start to realize, yeah, there's something insidious going on here. The mm-hmm. part that I really like creeped me out was, um, uh, you know, the two women are separated at night. They have different bedrooms. They're not supposed to, you know, be intimate with each other. And then they go out. Uh, Jazz goes outside to smoke a cigarette, and Georgia finds her and is like, "Oh, I'll <laughs> have a smoke too." Mm-hmm. And she starts to get really touchy. Mm-hmm. And Georgia knows that theoretically jazz has used her app to quit smoking, but she doesn't like rat her out. So there's this like
0: weird trust. I don't know. She's super manipulative and she's trying to get on the good side of both of them, but like separately. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but jazz is like, pretty skeptical the whole time Mm. i think it becomes increasingly confusing for her but it then it becomes increasingly clear that like something's super wrong and the app that georgia is developing it uses sound to hypnotize people and when they're doing these like meditation sessions the two women the couple and then georgia together she's like doing all these sound bowls Mm. and stuff to like Um, hypnotize them and plant ideas in their heads. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not really working for jazz, and then she reveals that she has hearing loss, um, so she can't hear a lot of frequencies and that that really upsets Georgia.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. there's this because there's a kind of like a dinging sound. this mm-hmm. This film does really good job. Oh yeah, with. the sound is good. yeah. and uh, visual first... stimulus. Yeah. Um it does have a photosensitive like there's a lot of flashing in this film so if you mm-hmm. have photosensitivity you should not watch this yeah. film. Um but it has a viewer like I felt like my senses were being like arrested. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like uh There's
0: kind of <laughs> this like ringing in the background a lot in the house and at, at the very beginning of the movie I was like, "Oh, is this supposed to be happening? But then I realized, yes, it's supposed to be happening. Because I was like, that's such an annoying sound. But then I was like, oh, it's supposed to be like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's one of those things where I think, like, looking back at it Mm -hmm. again, you're able to pick up on these little subtle things that even you as the viewer Mm -hmm. are kind of getting
0: trained into hearing. And the reason why there's a lot of flashing lights is because Georgia realizes that she has to use visual cues to hypnotize Jazz um, because the auditor- auditory cues are not gonna work because we have yeah. hearing loss, yeah.
1: Yeah, and at first there's you know just normal, I guess, hesitation on Jazz's part. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's oh, ridiculous that we need to be separated. And the first morning that they're together, they get this like green drink and Jazz is already like, no, there's no way I'm drinking that because it's just gross. Um, and Georgia looks so mad. Yeah. Like, I, I wrote down that um, Guinevere Turner has this like delicious micro expression of annoyance and frustration and just like, how dare you Yeah, on her face. She's a good that. face actor. She is she's good <laughs> she has good face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah, just has this like extreme annoyance and Jazz kind of clocks it and mm-hmm. is I think, you know, wants to challenge it. Yeah, too. Um but you know, Georgia has seen um, you know, or she's, I don't know if she's seen this before or she's just, like, prepared for it. She gives them, like, resistance exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, they, or specifically for Jazz, because Olivia's very open to it. So, um, they have Jazz blindfolded and um, Emily, or not Emily, <laughs> Olivia, <laughs> drives her out to, like, a vineyard. And it's this weird setup, essentially. Yeah.
0: Um the idea is that like Olivia will drive and jazz will be blindfolded and they'll go on this hike where there's like beautiful views, but jazz has to be blindfolded the whole time. Um, And it gets dark really fast. And then the car won't start. Yes. (laughs) And And we find out and scary. (laughs) Yeah. And there's
1: all nefarious reasons as to why the car won't start. And they are, introduced to they literally run into a man yeah. in, in the vineyard and he's um, out jogging he's out jogging and he's hap- he just happens to be using the app yeah. um, that Georgia his neighbor is uh, developing and you start to hear those sounds again mm-hmm. and when Olivia hears those sounds you know like you her face also you know a micro expression goes over her face and she knows like that she's triggered into mm-hmm. thinking whatever she's being yeah you know ma- manipulated to think
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> which in this case is that men are strong and protectors of women and if they hadn't <laughs> run into a man then they'd be out there forever and freeze to death and men know about cars and can fix cars <laughs> yes literally so all... that's what they're saying sir <laughs> that's yeah. not an exaggeration
1: yeah there's this one line um At the very end, after the guy helps him, he goes, I'm sure your husbands would love to know there's a man looking out for you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Jazz is like, oh, we don't have husbands. This is my wife. And he goes, I bet your parents are happy about that. So it's just very, like. It's kind of shocking, actually. You're like, what am I watching? (laughs) It's very overt in some ways Mm -hmm. and then insidious in others. Mm -hmm.
0: So, yeah. And that guy's a real total creep. Turns out he's (laughs) Georgia's, like, tech or something. Yeah. He he, does all the things for her.
1: I think he's the actual app developer and he tests it and he's like, you know, a lackey.
0: Yeah. He's a lackey.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And after that situation, you know, the, the meditation gets, you know, more and more intense and more and more overt Mm -hmm. that, you know, they are trying to do gay conversion. Yeah. Um, So Olivia, has to repeat at some point that she's so happy that that man saved her, yeah. and it's all
0: very, very strange. Yeah. Um, Jazz is sleeping all day for reasons she doesn't really understand. Mm-hmm. So they're separate so much of the time. Mm-hmm.
1: They get this this separation, which is growing. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, that that the physical separation is growing. Their emotional separation too, mm-hmm. and while it's taking longer for Jazz to succumb to these things um she is still being hypnotized Mm -hmm. and um becoming very vulnerable because she's getting you know she's not getting you know enough sleep really and we all know that is like killer Mm. (laughs) well she's sleeping (laughs)
0: but she's having all these nightmares and flashbacks about her dad and so like she's tired still when she wakes up it's not restful
1: yeah she's saying like i'm um She says basically that she is sleeping all day Mm -hmm. and she's having these weird dreams. And she's so tired. And she still feels so tired. So
0: at that point. Also, we forgot to mention that at the very beginning, they have to give up their phones. Oh, yeah. We forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) They can't call anybody. They can't use the internet. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yes. So when they do go out on that outing in the vineyard, they don't have anyone to call. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, you know, it's an exercise we find out later on that Georgia, as I had said, it's set up to purposefully test them, Mm -hmm. which is,
0: yeah, it's just all very creepy. And that keeps happening. At one point, um, they're on the dock and Jazz is really trying to get Olivia to leave. She's crying and Olivia's like, oh my gosh, I I never meant to upset you this much. We should definitely go home. We'll go home in the morning. And um, then this guy that Georgia has also hired um, comes running down the dock and starts saying terrible things and is like harassing them. Yeah. Harassing them wanting to get a selfie with jazz because (laughs) she used to be famous and, or she still is, I guess. Um, Yeah. She's a podcaster. Oh yeah. That's right. (laughs) Just like us. us. (laughs) Pop
1: star turned podcaster. Just like me. Yeah. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then that same guy, um, Georgia's lackey who saved them, quote unquote, the first time comes running down and mm-hmm. is like, Hey, get out of here. And then he's like, you need a man to save you. And, <laughs> um, and because he has the sound thing mm-hmm. on his phone, like, um, Olivia kind of falls back into it right away. Whereas yeah. jazz does not, cause it's not the sound that triggers her. Um, but once they go inside, um, She gets, like, locked in a basement. Um, Yeah,
1: she's taken to a basement where she doesn't have any visual stimulus anymore, so they can really, I guess, put in the the flashing lights where Mm -hmm. they want to. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, that starts to get really juicy from there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's an epic fight scene, Mm -hmm. which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, And between... Jazz and the main lackey guy, which we never remember the guy's names I'm pretty sure on this.
0: His name is Kevin. Am I, am I right?
1: It kind of sounds like he looks yeah. like a Kevin. <laughs> Let's
0: just call him Kevin. He looks like a Kevin. He looks
1: like um, a Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And there's a beautiful fight scene, and um, there's a lot more manipulation between um, Jazz and Olivia that is.
0: Um, Directed by Georgia. Yeah. Um, so there's. And so it's like the culminating creepy scene, I would say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And one of the main things that triggers Jazz into realizing that Olivia is not okay is this little, you know, like f- phrase that they say every night, which is sweetest dreams. Um, and Olivia stops saying it. Um, and Jazz is realizing sh- she's not. Mm-hmm. Something's
0: wrong. She she doesn't know what's what's going on. She also has, a, like, a zombie vibe, mm. <laughs> Olivia, like, when she's hypnotized. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of, like, floating and just, like, with her eyes kind of blank with, like, this little smile on her face. Yeah. Um, not really. She doesn't seem super engaged or, like, alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She's definitely very robotic. I think mm-hmm. Emily Goss. Robotic.
1: Yeah, Emily Goss, the act- actress, does a really good job. Yeah. Um, With those micro expressions, as I was saying before, and just kind of the dead voice um, to kind of make it sound like, oh, maybe this person's just kind
0: of tired or out Mm -hmm. of it. And no, she's straight up hypnotized. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, Yeah. And meanwhile, it's sort of revealed you see um, Georgia on Zoom with Olivia's dad and like two other people who are investing in this app, um, which is to convert queer people to be straight. <laughs> That's yeah. the goal. And, and s-
1: yeah. Yeah, and specifically he's uh created his own daughter as a guinea pig mm-hmm. because he so desperately wants her to marry him. Yeah. Straight people are not okay. <laughs> <laughs> straight people are not okay. Um Yeah, there is one part that, um, I guess at some point, once they kind of succumb to, I don't know, being malleable, Mm -hmm. um, Olivia's allowed her phone back, but only at night. And it's just like, it's so creepy, because I, ever since I saw this movie, I'm like, my phone's probably actually doing this. (laughs) It's just like, it'll turn on in the middle of the night, and like, have those gong sounds Mm -hmm. or like the high frequency noises and it would say things like you are healed yeah and like (laughs) all these like very creepy things like you can have a better life yeah and you know and so she's getting the all that subliminal subliminally
0: yeah and you um emailed Oh my gosh! I just Chantel. Complained. Yes, Chantel. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So originally we were going to have Chantel um, over Zoom with us today uh, because she's not going to be able to come in until um, next weekend when healed is playing. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, she wasn't able to make it. But I was able to ask her some questions about essentially why she felt like she had to tell this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the she
0: gave was so interesting.
1: Yeah. So there were lots of, I have it on my phone, so not just being rude here, (laughs) maybe just a little, um, (laughs) and she said the impetus for this, for the script was a ruling by a Florida court granting a psychologist the right to conduct conversion therapy in their private sessions with teenage patients. These patients weren't of age to make their decision to attend this therapy. So their parents made that choice for them. I wanted to start a dialogue about the immense importance of having our own agency and how insane it is to make choices for others by taking it away from them. And she brings it back to the, the film. She says our main characters uh, are, are very happy and healthy couple. I really wanted to highlight how well they function in their relationship and conversely highlight that their struggles came from external sources Who don't seem to care that these women are a great couple and more importantly really happy (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so i think that that was a really interesting thing because of course we hear a lot about queer conversion um you know challenges uh within law but i honestly was ignorant to that ruling yeah
0: sadly i'm not super surprised (laughs) but (laughs) yes
1: yeah so, um, it's a, it's a take on that, you know, basically a not as, um, campy version of, but I'm a cheerleader. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Although I feel like it has its camp moments, this movie. Yeah. Tell me yeah. about them. What do you think? Um, well maybe this isn't camp, but I do find <laughs> it kind of funny that like Gwyneth Fier Turner is queer and she's playing this like evil straight person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think
1: all the actors are queer yes. or at least all the main actors. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that was another thing, too. I asked mm-hmm. Chantal about um, I wanted to get more about casting because I wanted to honestly, I want to know how Guinevere Turner got, Yeah. you know, in, into this film. Um, and she said in regards to casting, um, I had been lucky enough to work with Emily on a digital series that I created in the pandem- pandemic called, called Dating in Place. Um, we shot the whole series virtually and we were never in the same room. I loved working with her and felt we had awesome chemistry. So once restrictions were lifted, I began developing heels and I asked Emily if she would be interested in the role. She read the script and signed on straight away. I do feel like they had good chemistry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like that's so hard, especially in, you know, lower budget films.
0: For a lower budget film, this one kind of slaps. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I actually have no idea what the budget is, but I just assume with these types of, you know, uh, film festival movies. It's not like a,
0: you know, big, big five production company or whatever. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, I feel like the casting has to be spot on or Mm -hmm. else it just
0: doesn't work. Yeah. So, and she said that Guinevere Turner, like she had friends who knew her and she was hoping to get her and then it just worked out
1: yeah. yeah um yeah she said i got lucky i didn't know guinevere turner uh but I had friends that had worked with her and asked them to intro us over email um i sent her the script and told her that she was <laughs> the only person i could see playing georgia fortunately fortunately she was really interested in playing the idea or the idea of playing a villain um and she signed on pretty quickly yeah. so and i would
0: say she she knocked it out of the park yeah absolutely the villain.
1: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely she said um she wanted her lead cast to consist of all queer women so that's good and it felt awesome to tell this story about a bunch of women who absolutely understood and could empathize with these characters
0: yeah yeah so I thought that was really interesting yeah I feel like um going back to the camp thing like I don't know about camp, but I found it was kind of funny, and maybe they were like intentionally leaning into the absurdity of it <laughs> at certain points, like the fight scene um, with Kevin and just like how over the top Kevin was in general. <laughs> like, I just thought it was funny, and I thought maybe it was intentionally funny like that.
1: Yeah, they really lean into the,
0: like, I don't
1: know, archetypes, I guess, yeah. just like these, the, or the stereotypes mm-hmm. of these characters because he's very much like toxic masculinity embodied embodied (laughs) um very much thinks that queer people are are disgusting and that they need to be saved or especially olivia oh yeah (laughs) olivia needs to be saved um it's all very creepy Mm -hmm. um but yeah it it does really you know drive that home Mm -hmm. yeah it's creepy. You should watch it's it. It's creepy. But it's
0: also kind of funny because, like I said, it is absurd in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so it's almost... I giggled at a couple points. I was like, ha
1: <laughs> Yeah. And it is just very... I don't know. Like you said, you don't really... You're not too surprised when you realize yeah. that they're trying to be hypnotized.
0: I would say this is not, like, a scary movie per se. Like, it's not... There's no, like, jump scares or, like... um I don't know. I'm a real wimp when it I comes was, to scary movies. Yeah,
1: I was gonna. I was gonna ask you because I told Sarah doesn't like scary movies. I really don't like scary. Really movies. doesn't. <laughs> so um, we rarely ever review them. And I was like, we're doing a psychological thriller. And <laughs> I
0: was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, it was not. It was not yeah. super scary. At all.
1: I watched it first, and I was like, yeah, she'll be fine. Yeah. There's I'm there's fine. not much gore. <laughs>
0: yeah. No. There's not really any gore. There's just it's like a, stab a little bit of blood.
1: But, Anna. yeah, it's
0: not gory, I would say.
1: No. Yeah. Um, and maybe the last thing we'll say is that we'll maybe leave the ending up to you. Yeah. We, we, we won't give that away.
0: Yeah. I would so. say we shouldn't do that. Yeah.
1: There is a fight scene. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. Or you'll see what happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but what were
1: your overall thoughts?
0: Um, I feel like whenever we do an episode, I'm always really happy if I like the movie because... <laughs> I feel like it doesn't happen super often, but I was really pleasantly surprised with this one. I Mm -hmm. liked it a lot. Um, I was relieved that it wasn't like a horror movie scary. And I liked that it was predictable enough that I could like kind of relax into the story. And I do think that, yeah, it was kind of like over the top at parts, but it worked Mm -hmm. and I really enjoyed it. I mean conversion therapy is obviously like terrible and awful and shouldn't exist but this was kind of an interesting um maybe a little too possible (laughs) (laughs) like um depiction of what it could look like.
1: Yeah Um, I think I could see you know some sort of big religious you know uh you know leader going into the tech field and trying to create an app like this yeah, and it would it be this app yeah because it uses language like healed it yeah. doesn't mention anything about you know any sort any sort of religion mm-hmm. it's just that your life could be better yeah. if you change it think about everything about yourself that you don't like mm-hmm. or that is shameful so it's just like breeds yeah. it's really disturbing.
0: I do feel like wellness culture just like yeah bleeds into that so easily. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There this does bring up a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um more sometimes you know, I'm sure all, you know, the wellness influencers have the best of intentions. (laughs) They may have good intentions, at least at first. Yeah. Um, But then it turns into like very big cult vibes. Yeah. yeah, Super fast. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. I really loved this. I thought it was fantastic. And even though it's, you know, quite an upsetting topic, Mm -hmm. it's something that you can, it's just, I don't know. It's just manageable. It's not like too over the top or too scary Mm -hmm. um but it does leave you with something to think about Mm -hmm.
0: for sure and well acted yeah um i liked the setting the scenery Yeah. yeah The production value is yeah. fantastic. Um,
1: Better the- than I expected, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, and of course, there's. It's very heavy on sound and mm-hmm. visuals. The lighting in this film is incredible. Yeah, they good. picked like the best time of day to do some of the outdoor shots. Mm-hmm. It's always like golden hour, but not too like washed out. And it's just, it's a beautiful film visually. Um, and especially when you get to those light scenes, except if obviously if you're a photosensitive viewer, um, they are very beautiful lights.
0: Yeah. Creepy. And a little overwhelming. A, li- a little, <laughs> overwhelming. Voice. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I highly recommend it. Me too. Go out and see it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's about it. Yeah. If you want to follow up, Yes, and yes. the the cast will all be here um when they screen the film on the twenty first at the SIF Cinema Egyptian. Very Vieta, cool. Seven thirty. Yep. Get your tickets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, if you want to follow us on social media, uh we are at Galpal's Watch on Instagram yep. and
0: you can email us at galpalswatch at gmail dot com. Yeah. With any thoughts, suggestions.
1: <laughs> recommendations. Recommendations. yeah. to help you. Please help me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Keep it hella gay. Mm. Gay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>